The problem starts from the fact that mortgages are now sold to get them in the hands of investors. You know, a lot of people think of the old relationship where you'd go to the bank, you'd get the mortgage, the bank would keep the mortgage. That really isn't the way things work anymore for almost all borrowers. You know, you may still go to the bank to get your house loan, but now most, almost all loans are sold to investors. And the way that's done is they're bundled together and they ultimately have to get into a little legal lockbox called a trust. It's like a little separate company. It's a very passive company. Once the mortgages go in there, it's really supposed to be the same set of mortgages. They really aren't supposed to trade them in and out or substitute them. And the contracts that create these things were very specific in terms of what the different people involved in setting up these deals had to do to get the little mortgages into the little lockbox. Now, what appears to have happened on a really widespread basis, and that case you mentioned, uh, Kemp versus Countrywide, gives a critical uh, bit of proof of it, is that for some reason, you know, and it's really hard to tell because the banks are very closed-mouthed, but you see the evidence of it coming up in foreclosure cases. You, we've seen a lot of evidence on the ground coming up with people fighting foreclosures, but there's a lot of evidence on the ground that has suggested that somewhere between, say, 2002 and 2005, the banks quit doing a lot of the things that their very own agreements said they had to do to get the mortgages properly into the legal lockbox called a trust. And the consequences are really serious because the agreements were also set up in such a way to make it virtually impossible to go fix it after the fact. Now, what this case you mentioned, Kemp versus Countrywide, this was just a, a, a you know one borrower fighting Countrywide. And in some of the court testimony, they got an executive from Countrywide, which is now owned by Bank of America, but Countrywide was the biggest subprime originator, an executive from um, Countrywide who'd been there 10 years saying basically it was our practice not to transfer the mortgage into the trust for us to retain it. And people have suspected this is true, but to actually have somebody say it is basically confirmation of the worst case scenario anybody had imagined. And uh, Bank of America soon, uh, in that case, uh, rushed to say that's not our policy and that person does, is working in a whole other part of the uh, business and doesn't know what she's talking about. He or she exactly. About. And that's that's so the dog ate my homework. It isn't even funny. I mean, <clears throat> they served up this witness as Bank of America chose this witness to represent them. In this case, their own attorney made the same admission. A lot of lawyers who are objective you know, don't have a dog in this fight, have looked at it and said, this is just baloney. She's been there 10 years. She obviously is, you know, has a significant job in this area. She would know what the practices are in this area. And separately, I've heard the same thing independently from other people that, for example, another consumer lawyer was trying to track down where one of the mortgages was. And there are two legal pieces to these mortgages. Legally, the part that has to get into the lockbox is what they call the note. It's the actual borrower IOU that, that the borrower signs. That the, that the, you know, they, they had somehow gotten to Countrywide and literally a Countrywide employee walked down the corridor pulled the note out of the file, which is not where it's supposed to be if you had followed the contracts, and said matter-of-factly, oh, yeah, we kept them all here. They're all here. So, you know, I have separately heard, you know, confirmation of this before the Kemp thing came out, but it's one thing to have, you know, kind of a mole say this who really might not have the whole picture versus somebody who's seasoned and been with Countrywide a very long time and was chosen to 
be the bank's representative in a legal case on this matter. Now, as I read uh, what you're writing, these mortgages don't just go from the originating institution into the trust. They, they, uh, a lot of them travel a very circuitous journey through a, a number of different sets of corporate hands, or at least in, in names of corporate hands, if hands can't have names. And that, um, the, the, uh, each time the mortgage is passed from one set of hands to another, it would in ordinary practice go through the county recorder's office in the county where the, house the, the mortgage is on is located and there'd be a fee a recordation fee attached and and by doing what they've done they've uh, saved themselves some amount of money uh there's a ca- court case in massachusetts i think where the county recorder says hey you guys didn't uh run your your transfers through this office and you owe us five hundred thousand dollars which doesn't sound like a lot times all the numbers of co- counties in the united states